Well, uh, as listeners to this show well know, uh, David Wax and Sue Slezak are the husband and wife duo at the heart of the band David Wax Museum, described, and I would say defined really by their eclectic, exuberant Mexo-Americana sound. Um, their 2019 album, Line of Light, catapulted David Wax Museum toward the recognition that they've long deserved. And then when the pandemic hit, it put the brakes on relentless uh, 14 years of touring the country and the world. And so David and Sue seized the moment to hunker down at their home in Charlottesville, Virginia, spend time with their two tour babies, plant a huge garden, and massacre the task of live casting intimate, diverse, engaging musical evenings from their attic after putting the kids to bed. I think the tune we just heard, uh, Love Comes Around, is something that I heard on one of those uh, live streams in its early phases. And somehow during that time, they've also managed to release an amazing record called Euphoric Ouroboric, one of the four releases the band made during quarantine. So um, I am just delighted that uh, David Wax is joining us now from Charlottesville to shed some light on their uh, first foray into the experimental world of DIY home recording. Hey, David Wax, welcome back to KGNU Community Radio. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. So um, it's good to hear your voice here. We just heard it on a recording. I'd love to hear you talk a little bit about kind of the family aspect of David Wax Museum, the band that bears your name and includes uh, Sue Slezak, your wife, mother of your two kiddos. And uh, I've always noted that her Instagram handle is Tour Mama Sue's, part of that identity. So um, I can tell you guys really work hard at integrating parenting and music making. What what did the sudden secession of touring mean for your family life and your livelihood? Well, at first, it was a bit terrifying. Um, you know, I think just like after you've spent so much time setting up a tour schedule, getting all the plane tickets, you know, like I was on, I was kind of all packed up, ready to take the tour van to South by Southwest right before it was canceled. Ah. And... Um, and, you know, we kind of like, ha- we had this new record with an Austin-based label, Line of Light, that was out, and we were kind of like really excited to kind of like take South by Southwest by storm. And so at first it kind of felt like the, you know, the floor kind of falling out from under you. But then it just suddenly opened up just a whole world of opportunities and a world of kind of just like... Uh, just a richer home life than we'd ever been able to really enjoy or dig into. And that involved kind of lots of non-musical things, like a, a vibrant garden that Sue spearheaded, just like a, a real routine for the kids who'd been living on the road their whole lives. And, 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 and then for me... Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, say more. I just... I, I, I also... For, for me, there's yeah. a... The aspect of kind of finally learning to record record ourselves and build a home studio. And so all those kind of went hand in hand to make this feel like just such a creative, fruitful year for us. And and you gave us uh, out here in, in, you know, in the David Wax Museum fan world a, a, a glimpse into your life uh, at least once a week um, as kind of we were making dinner and you had already put the kids to bed. <laughs> I would get to, you know, stream 
you guys playing just the widest, you know, sometimes it was love songs, sometimes you're taking requests. I appreciate I'll thank you again for indulging me with some of your great Grateful Dead <laughs> covers, as only you and Suze can do them. And in the midst of this, this wonderful new record that um, it... it became your home recording project during lockdown. But if you wouldn't mind, as you talk about the process of how it came to be, start with the title, Euphoric Ouroboric. What, what does it mean? <laughs> and, and where did that come from? And, and the album itself? Sure, sure. I was, I was reading a, a collection of short stories by Ted Chang, and he, I came across the word Ouroboric and, and I got curious because I didn't know the word. And so I started reading about it just as I was working on the record. And it's this, it means like all kind of self-consuming, self-referential. It's based on the Ouroboros, the mythological snake that eats its own tail. And I felt like, oh my gosh, that image and that word just resonates for me so much in terms of what it feels like to be in the world of home recording and spending all this time listening to my voice, editing my playing, kind of just looking at myself under the microscope constantly and but I was like but I'm not but that sounds terrible if it's just kind of all-consuming self-referential like it's also a joyful experience I'm just rediscovering my love of being in the studio it's so relaxing to do it at home I feel like I'm just look kind of growing as a musician in a way that I had uh, it felt like on warp speed in a certain sense just because I was pushing myself in new ways that normally I would have relied on someone else in the studio to take care of certain aspects of the music. And so I kind of was relying on, on myself and on Suze's gifts and kind of seeing what we could pull off. And so it felt like this is, this is a joyful experience, so euphoric or boric, that, that captures what's happening right now. Yeah, that, thank you. I mean, I love the, 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 the rhyme of it, but the reason works as well. So if I have the story right, you, you borrowed some mics from a neighbor and just sort of started watching YouTube videos and, and taught yourself this, uh, this home recording. You, you did employ other musicians, and I also noticed that uh, Alex Spiegelman gets a producer credit on this. Talk a little bit more about how this album uh, sort of organically grew uh, kind of alongside this organic garden that you guys, you know, <laughs> were growing as well. Yeah, well, I I think that it, it did take some, you know, the, the catalyst of my friend Alec, who's been playing with for years, reached out to me, and we had started a, one song in his studio, you know, a couple years ago, and had just left it there because I didn't have a way to record it at home. And, and so... I don't know. I think it's very easy as a musician at a certain age, you kind of be like, well, I, yeah, I don't, rec- I don't do the home recording thing. I'm, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. I just go into a fancy studio and, you know, every two years and pay a lot of money and, you know, kind of there's experts and equipment and, but the, the whole industry, everything has changed so radically in the last couple of years and it's just gotten more and more accessible and affordable and user-friendly for people to just figure it out on their own. And I think if you've been in the studio environment many time and time again, like we have, you have a certain leg up as a beginner. Um, so I wasn't totally starting from scratch, but I, I just kind of, all my excuses for not doing it melted away with the pandemic. And I thought, okay, if I'm going to learn how to do this, I've got a great collaborator in Alec. He's going to help me, you know, guide me through this. 
he's going to take all the jumbled mess I send him and help make it into something, you know, uh, coherent and beautiful. And we'll, we'll rope, up, rope in all our friends who are at home right now not touring and have time and space. And, you know, like, let's just, let's just see what happens. Let's just kind of, let's do a song. And then we're just like, oh, let's do, I've got this other song I've been working on. Or the process, I was like, oh, I need a song, like, I need an upbeat song, you know, here that'll complement these. I wrote Juniper Jones, and kind of it just happened very naturally. One song led to the next, but it, it helped for me. If I was going to learn how to record, I needed to just have. I'm going to make a record. I don't. I just didn't. I wasn't going to like. Let's just do some ex- little experiments. Like I want to make a record, and I've got these songs, and you know, I, it's been exciting for me that this kind of real DIY home project is getting played on radio stations all over the country and featured on NPR Music and just, like, people take it seriously as another one of our records. It's not, like, it doesn't have an asterisk by it that's like, well, this was just a home record, you know? It's just like, no, this is just one of our records. And it sounds like this practice of recording close to home has really caught your fancy and that you're planning to actually build a, a, a true home studio. I wonder, you know, if you want to talk a little bit about that project and if you're still in the crowdfunding stages, you can let fans know that they oh. can help out. Yeah, we have, we have an incredible uh, fan who's entered our life just right before the pandemic. He became a fan and he um, is a design builder and he said, how can I help you guys? Uh, I love your music. I love what you do. And we, and just as we were kind of making these records here at home, we've, this is, we've kind of finished up just about around the last steps of the fourth record here at, we've made at home this last year. And we said, oh my gosh, if we could have a proper space that's not just like a little attic dormer room where we're kind of like everything's kind of, this is where we live stream, this is like our little, our little world crammed in here. If we could have a proper space, have all the instruments out and oh my gosh, that would be a game changer for us. And so he said, all right, I'm going to help you do that. I'm going to match up to $50,000 if you can raise that from your community and your fans. I'll match that and I'll design it and I'm going to build it for you guys here. So if people are interested, they can they can pitch in now at davidwaxmuseum.com slash barn raising. And uh, we are raising the funds and breaking ground here to build a little home studio in our backyard. So exciting, so exciting. And um, this is wishful, but in addition to, you know, you going back into a studio when it's built and turning out more of this uh, David Wax Museum music, um, I think I saw that you're playing a a socially distanced in-person show close to home, but uh, when are we going to see you, if ever, back on the road? Or is this home-style stuff the new norm? I'd love to, to catch you out here in Colorado again, but uh, what's the prospect of the David Wax Museum uh, tour van firing up? It's, it's a great question. I mean, I think, I think there's just so many unknowns still with kind of what does it mean to kind of for live music to come back on in, an, in a way that we could build a tour around. I think that we're it's kind of been the heart and soul of this band for almost 15 years of, of touring. So it, it'll, it'll, it'll happen. I think that we, um, we want to do it smartly and, and really make sure that we're kind of not, uh, burning at both ends, which is often how we've toured in the past. Absolutely. And so, Absolutely. uh, trying to do a more sustainable, build a more sustainable model for touring as a family for us. Uh, but yeah, oh man, I can't wait to, 
bring these songs live to people, and we love we love the Denver and the Colorado, greater Colorado area. So, oh man, I can't wait. I can't wait till we can be back out there again and share, share all these new songs with you guys. Well, we can't wait either, and we'll be as patient as we've all been in this uh, past year plus uh, since touring did end. But uh, I, I, we're going to go out on a, a tune uh, that you mentioned a moment ago. It's sort of the first single. It's getting some airplay. Talk a little bit about this song, Juniper Jones, uh, before uh, we play it for folks and, and say our thanks and, and goodbye to David Wax, who uh, is uh, at the helm of David Wax Museum with uh, Sue Slezak and the band. Um, what about Juniper Jones? You mentioned it, but a little bit more about where it came from. Sure. Sure. Well, as I was working on this batch of songs, I think I've I've appreciated more and more that anytime you release music, you do need to think about some song that people that can reach people that don't kind of know the whole backstory about the band. That they can kind of just has something accessible, whether it's a certain kind of hook or just um, just the way it's presented where someone, any random person could hear it and kind of get it right away. So I was kind of very consciously trying to write a song like that. Um, something that could kind of fit in with the other songs that we've released as singles. So I started singing the song and, and there's, there is no Juniper Jones per se, but it, it's kind of a composite character of all of the um, incredible women that we met in the Boston scene in our early days when we were getting started as a band 14 years ago. And you would see a band and there would be someone in that band um, that was that you knew was kind of bound to be a big star. And we met a lot of people like that who have gone on to very incredible careers. And so I kind of wanted to imagine that period where that, that person is still kind of maybe in the shadows of another project or hasn't quite stepped out on their own yet and gotten that confidence. Um, but I wanted to kind of sing to that performer in that kind of early, kind of proto stage of their career, um, which is such an exciting time to see an artist. I think when you see someone that you kind of know is destined for great things, but see them before they've kind of broken out. And so that that's kind of what I, the spirit I was conjuring in the lyrics. Well, we're going to hear that uh, tune, a new one or another new one off the new Release from David Wax Museum, Euphoric Ouroboric. David Wax and Sue Slezak are David Wax Museum, and I want to thank you, uh, David, for joining us today on KGNU. Again, uh, find them at davidwaxmuseum.com. Get their fantastic brand-new DIY recording at their web store or on Bandcamp or wherever you go to get uh, new music. But uh, in this case, uh, brand new music from David Wax Museum. Thanks again for being here, and uh, we'll see you when you get back to these parts. Thanks, Doug. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. This is Juniper Jones from the new David Wax Museum on KGNU. KGNU. 